When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. I was just like you until I found real relief with Axonix Therapy. It's not a pill or a pad. It's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am L.J. LaFura. Alongside me, I've got Brandon Karam, and we are a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, we have a change to our postseason production plans. We do. Instead of Brandon's 61 favorite Aaron Judge home runs, we will be getting Brandon's top 62 Aaron Judge home runs. Aaron Judge hit his 62nd home run tonight, breaks the record for the American League previously set by Roger Maris. 62 home runs, the American League record, the clean record. And again, I again I state just so I don't we don't go through the full conversation again. This is the greatest season I've ever watched. Yeah. Um, it is truly amazing what he's done. You know, sitting at a 212 OPS plus coming into this game, it just it just doesn't make any sense. Um and incredible season. Not going to get the triple crown as he slowed down and was really trying to hit this 60-second home run. Um, I don't blame him, though. And incredible season. And when you talk about guys that bet on themselves, I mean, hell, this is just 
unbelievable to turn down that con. I feel like people are just kind of burying that lead now. Like this dude is still a free agent. Um, yeah, well, that was a big part of our talking point on uh, Big Three today. Was you know after arguing about what whether this uh record was like you know over the whole Bonds record and everything that whole conversation it then moved a lot to this contract and the fact that he turned down the contract. In fact, we used this in a future talking point about David Pasternak's contract, a guy who has notoriously said he's not playing hockey for the money. So, you know, he's not out there to make the top dollar. And I don't think Aaron Judge necessarily was either. But when you look at that contract he was given, it wasn't close to what he was worth then, not even close, and it's certainly not close to what he was worth now. What the Yankees did there, they undersold him, they disrespected him, and had him say, all right, if you're not going to give me the respect, even if I don't want the money, I want the respect, and if you're not going to give me the respect of money close to my value, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make you pay. I'm going to make you regret doing that making that decision that now has put the Yankees into a situation where they could lose him and it's certainly putting him in a position where he's going to make a ton of money and they're going to have to pay up you know there was definitely a world where Aaron Judge doesn't like this wasn't a situation I think where Aaron Judge never would have signed with the Yankees this was a matter of the dollar amount saying I'm not going to sign this offseason I'm going to wait and test free agency. If they'd given him the right money right from the start, instead of, you know, trying to get cute, they have it here. That was, again, a choke job. LJ, I hate to end this conversation early, but we have some very interesting stuff going on in the games right now, not involving the Mets and Braves. Um, So the Tigers and Mariners today um, scheduled to play a doubleheader. They are still in game one right now, and it is the extra innings. It, it's, or I say it's in extra innings, and Seattle in the top of the 10th has brought in a position player to pitch in a tie game. <laughs> Luis Torrance is on the mound in the top of the 10th inning in game one of a doubleheader. Welcome to end of the regular season baseball. I'm not going to call this October baseball because it's not. This is September baseball still. And this is, this is pretty on par. Especially seeing the they highest have... leverage like that a position players ever pitched in other than that like crazy Dodgers-Padres game at the start of last year. Oh my gosh, where Jake Cronenworth came in. And yeah, and, and uh, was it a David Price who pinch hit, or David Price was involved somehow in that game? David he might have just Price. pitched in that game. No, didn't a, didn't a pitcher play left field at some point? And a pitcher, a pitcher played left field, and I believe a pincher like pinch hit at some point. Might have been Joe Musgrove out there. Also, I forget who it was. Also, I want to make known the reason I laughed at first when you said that wasn't because it was a position player. It was because I accidentally looked at the wrong game. I looked at game two. And as you're saying, Brandon, they put a position player on the mound. I immediately, my eyes go to game two, and I see in, in there for the uh, pitcher for Seattle is Justice Sheffield. I'm like, yeah, that tracks. 
Um, but yeah, no this... one won the James Paxton trade. Let's just let's just say that now. <laughs> yeah, I I mean it's it's not close. Um, it's not close to having a decision. But Seattle, what is it you're doing exactly? I mean, I know this is a difficult situation having a doubleheader the day before the season ends, but you are a game and a half up, guys. A game and a half on Tampa Bay. And you have the expanded roster spots, and you get the extra guy for a doubleheader as well, remember. And let me make this very clear. It does matter where you're seated. I honestly... All right, now that they've gotten rid of the COVID protocol, I don't think the top wild card spot matters to me. The only race that matters right now is that 6-7 race. It's the only race that would matter, I'm saying theoretically, because, you know, Toronto's already got that locked up. You mean the 5-6 race? Yes, that. Um, The 5-6 race is the thing that matters here. Because, as we've said before, Cleveland is the spot of death for a three-game series. I'm not picking against Cleveland at home. I will not do it. I will. I don't mean to interrupt, but you look at what happened today once again. LJ Cal Quantrill starts at home and wins again. I mean, they literally do not lose at home when Cal Quantrill pitches. It just has not happened. It it, it has not happened. It, it hasn't happened. You've got a 42 state of closer now on the season as well in that bullpen. So as far as I'm concerned, I've never been impressed, all that impressed with Toronto. That's my thing. But as far as I am concerned, Cleveland is so much, a 91 win Cleveland is so much scarier than 91 win Toronto. In my eyes. So I will take the Toronto game all day compared to going out to Cleveland. If you're Seattle, you can't be playing around just because you just because you made the playoffs doesn't matter. You do not want to be going for a first round exit, especially if you are a Seattle team that I could easily, easily see, you know, especially now that they had been playing more consistent ball before the last, you know, this week hasn't been good. But before then, they'd been playing such consistent baseball. I could easily see this team making it to the ALCS this year with the pitching. You know, Luis Castillo going out there and saying, I'm going to prove LJ wrong every step of the way this year and really coming to impress me. This rotation is legit. You're going to get Julio Rodriguez is going to get back into form. And all of a sudden, this is a really good baseball team. They don't make it out of Cleveland, though. The road, their road to the ALCS is getting into that wild card spot, wild card game, and going into the Yankees. Well, it is the Where bottom of the tenth now. They only gave up one run. Um, we were just kind of uh, wrapping up with Aaron Judge. Oh yeah, yeah I, because I I wanted to bring up another point, which we'll definitely. Uh, talk about in the playoffs and then I'll let Brandon have the floor for this because obviously this means more to him than I'll ever know. But this is just another friendly reminder. You know, this lead shouldn't be buried, that he's going to be a free agent, that he's turned down big money to go out and have this prove it year because this is going to be the best baseball offseason in my lifetime. 
after seeing one seeing the best baseball performance of my lifetime, we are going to see the best offseason of our lives. And as we said, I had a non-baseball fan say to me that this season, what's happened this year, is exactly what this league needed to reinvigorate itself because the hot stove is finally going to turn back on. You've got Aaron Judge, the guy who almost had the triple crown and the home run record in the same season. You have, um, excuse me, you have Jacob DeGrom, the best pitcher of our generation, looking like he is bound to opt out this year. You have Edwin Diaz, one of the best closers in the game, one of the most electric stories of the year, also going out into a free agent situation. And then you have what we talked about the other night, Shohei Otani on a clear path that very easily could be traded. Clear contract, easily could be traded. And this comes after a year where he has hit 34 home runs and struck out 200 batters. Is that right? And is on an 18-game hitting streak. And in that hit streak has a .9 ERA. And again, before the judge home run and all of this happened, I thought we would be walking in here talking about um, what's his face? Marcus Stroman pledging his vote. Like if he had a vote, he he went very heavily into, you know, this, I don't understand how you could not give it to Shohei Otani with that. And, you know, he picks out the stats that, I mean, I still think again, the near triple crown carries weight. The home run record carries weight, but those two stats being able to hit 34 home runs and strike out 213 batters. I I didn't think I'd be able to see that in my life. So, you know, he's going that way. I thought this is what we were going to talk about. He says there's no wrong answer, but he's like, I can't understand how you wouldn't um, go show show Otani. That's what I thought we'd be talking about tonight. But either way, this is going to be the wildest offseason of my lives. Well, LJ, I have a little news on the man who caught the ball, the 60-second home run of um, for Aaron Judge. It is someone who doesn't exactly need money, um, to say the least. Oh, no. It is His name is Corey Eumanns. Oh. Um, he is vice president of Fisher Investments who manages about $208 billion in assets um, worldwide. Um, So, yeah, uh, very interesting. Can't wait to see what he does with the ball. Um, You know, I wonder, you know, I wonder what what he's going to do exactly with the ball um but yeah you know would have liked to see probably just a common i shouldn't say common person that's very wrong for me to say a one of those filthy commoners i would have liked to see someone that you know is not clearly extremely well off get the ball however it's it's by pure curve by pure uh, circumstance, and Zach Hample didn't catch it. So yeah, ball don't lie. Um, yeah, I don't know how to look this up now, but I'm just gonna check in and see if like, because tomorrow I'm sure will also be very 
bad. I don't think there was a way for a common person to go to this game and get reasonable tickets. Was it what were were the ticket prices that crazy for both games? Um, I'm looking at to tonight, which you can get. Why can you get tickets for right now? Well, it's just oh, the unsold yeah. tickets, yeah. Um, they they aren't even selling it, but um, it's saying here on C. I'm on SeatGeek, which usually has like you know towards the cheaper end of prices. The best ticket you're getting, so like bleacher stuff, the best price you're getting is sixty four dollars right now. If you were to try, if you were to try to get anywhere into home run territory tonight, you're talking hundred fifty bucks minimum. I would feel like I, LJ. I hate to tell you, but that's like the average price for a Yankees ticket. <laughs> Screw New York. Are you serious? I mean, all right, average, yes. But I'm talking about this is like the bleach. This is like going into the bleachers. Yeah. As a person. Probably that. For like, if you're in the bleachers in the Bronx, like, it's probably something like that, like 60. Uh, all, all right. Well, maybe that's what it is in the Bronx, but that certainly isn't what it is in Texas. Yeah, fair. And no, that's very fair. October 5th, their their best price is $8. The Red Sox, Boston, again, <laughs> certainly cost of living is much higher in Boston than in Texas. You're talking about 14 bucks for the back of the bleachers. I mean, also, so, you know, I don't want to flex as, you know, the finance major, but demand does play a large part into, into pricing here. That's I what mean, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly my point, though. But – this was certainly going to be a game of high demand. No, every game until Aaron judge got that 62, the prices were going to keep going up and up and up. That's the beauty of having one of these home run chases. So I guess what I'm trying to say is it would have been very hard unless you happen to already have the tickets to get into any situation where you could catch the home run for a price that most people could pay. That's just the kind of the nature of the beast. You probably weren't going to see, you know, Joe who randomly decided to go to a uh, game that night. You probably weren't going to see him get the ball. It's just, that's the way it is. Good old Joe. Good old Joe. Um, LJ, it looks like the Braves are... Uh, Going to be three outs away from clinching the NL East. They're up two to one right now, still hitting in the top of the ninth. By the way, the Mariners just walked it off. So their whole <laughs> throwing, throwing, throwing a position player um, worked in their favor. Um, just incredible somehow. Um, crazy night in baseball right now, honestly. Um, the Brewers have a no hitter going. Oh, LJ. Luis Severino last night, seven no-hit innings and gets taken out. Taken out. I want to say two things. I think that both of these things are simultaneously true, that taking Sevi out in that sev- after the seventh inning was the right move. However, if he stayed in the game, I do think he would have thrown a no-hitter. And I'm going to tell you why it's the right move. It's only his third start off the IL, and – this is a dude who's had injury issues in the past. 
We won anyways. Boone explained it to him, and he was mad at first and then fully understood what Boone was saying. I, I, like, yeah, sure, a no-hitter would have been awesome, but I got to watch Seve completely dominate for seven innings. So I can't be too, too mad. You can't complain with that. With that being said, he is not – not that he's not priority one, but there is a world – where you could throw him four. So it didn't matter how many pitches he threw last night. You know, odds are he's not getting hurt from throwing. The one time he throws over 100, he's not going to get hurt. So you never know, though. You you really never never know. know. But at the same time, well, by that justification, why throw him at all tonight? (laughs) Well, that's what I'm getting at here is, you know, I think personally, I understand the choice. It was close to a hundred pitches anyway. It's certainly the correct, the the reasonable choice. However, I think you're underplaying a little bit the, or it it can be underplayed. The role of momentum that having a no hitter directly before the playoffs could have. Like just that extra boost for the whole team. And you could legitimately just, you know, you without batting an eye, you could go Cole, Cortez, Herman, Severino. Or. Savvy's got to be in the top in that top three. Um, I'm I'm saying if his arm isn't 100 oh, percent after oh. throwing 110 or 115, whatever it took to get the no hitter, you know, if you have to set him back a depth, that's not the end of the world. I feel comfortable enough with Domingo Herman to I think toss him in there. I think that we have enough momentum solely based on you know the judge stuff. The fact that they could win this doubleheader and then, you know, it could be a four-game sweep of the Rangers. Um, Garrett Cole tonight broke the, the Yankees' single-season single strikeout record. A um, lot of good stuff happening right now. Oswald Peraza, first career home run today. A um, lot of good stuff going on right now for the Yankees. Um, yeah, so... You know, from here, LJ, where where do you want – what do you want to talk about? Because it looks like the Braves, they're still hitting right now, but they will be three outs away from uh, clinching soon. The Phillies clinched last night. We know at least all 12 playoff teams. Um, great for Philadelphia. I mean, LJ, we were – when they fired Joe Girardi, uh, uh, at least one of us was like, I don't know if this is the right move. I don't know if this is going to fix anything. And Rob Thompson steps in and just does a fantastic job. The Phillies battle all year. I mean, LJ, you remember Alec Bohm. Remember when he made three errors in a game earlier this year and he said, like, I hate it here or whatever it was. It just shows how long the MLB season is, how much of a grind it is. Good for Philly, honestly. Yeah, I know LJ would have liked to see – the Brewers make it. I'm glad I couldn't figure out how to put money on the Brewers last night because I would have. To win the World Series. No, to make the playoffs. Oh, just to make the playoffs. Oh, oh yeah. There's no way that team was making the making the World Series, let alone winning it. But, um, no, congratulations to Philly. This, this has been well-earned with the amount of trials that they've had to go through this year, even right down to the end, you know. 
I'm not going to say it was a perfect job management wise. And I think this culture has a long way to go because we also can't act like they didn't actively try to not make the playoffs at the end of the year. Now, just because they did, we can't act like that never happened. The culture in Philadelphia has a long way to go, but this is a step in the right direction. We hadn't seen for both the Mets and the Phillies this year. Let's talk about how, you know, happy we should be about that, that we just got two massive markets back into the playoffs and back into Oh, a situation where they're not collapsing every year at the end of the season. But as to where we go next, do we want to go to the bottom? Because I think that has the, I don't know why I'm so, I'm so much more entertained by those races than the top jockeying for position right now. But are we good to go? Yeah, let's, okay. um, let's, let's do that. So with the Nationals, losing now it looks like they've already lost with their their first loss of the day they drop to 55 and 105 that locks up their their place they've cemented their place at the bottom of the barrel here and oakland now has also locked it up for the two spot at 58 and 102 which leaves us with one more race for the the new MLB draft lottery. So this last spot is the last spot with the best odds to get the number one pick between Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. They are tied and the pirates and Cardinals are currently tied going in the top of the ninth one out pirates are the home team. So they'll get an opportunity to walk it off or try their hardest not to walk it off in the bottom of the ninth. If they get that opportunity as for who was the other team I was talking about? The Reds. The Reds beat the Cubs today. Brandon, I, again, it's hard to say how it's so tough with baseball to say how costly an error that was because you never really know until like five years from now. You know, if since if Pittsburgh ends up losing this game, getting the number one pick. And then getting a superstar. That's 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 the, the killer feel about it. It's so much easier to Whoa. get the memory of this in other sports. That doesn't make it any less exciting. But this is a must-lose game for Pittsburgh. Must-lose um, is, is such a funny word. Um, but, LJ, like, the, the – excuse me. The thing is, so we have the draft lottery now. Pittsburgh, if they win, or in the Reds, they could potentially be as low as what pick? If they could be as low as three. Well, with even with the lottery? Oh, shoot. No, I'm sorry. They could be as low as, I think, 10. I don't have that uh, page pulled up today. But I believe it goes seven, or they could be as low as nine. So still, it's like, does it really matter? It does, because... If not, you could be anywhere. You could be a lot farther back. Fair. Um, you know, it's also important to take into consideration the fact that a lot of times when these small market teams get the first pick, um, they're still not willing to pay for the best player. Like what the Pirates did was it last year when they picked Henry Davis first overall. Um and it was like, come on now, like yeah, he's good, but 
you, you, you just didn't want to pay. You just want to go so far under your slot value or whatever it is. Just that, that, that's always really annoyed me that even when you have picks and like very high up teams still find ways to be cheap about it. It's just, it's like that's just the, that's the flaw of the whole MLB system. Well, right. Yeah, no, I mean it's still very important, obviously. Um, and you're right, like this could one of these losses could end up getting um someone a superstar. You you know, how many years down the line will it take for us to see that? You know, we don't know. Um, LJ also something I noticed real quick or I saw on Twitter because because of Michael Kay apparently mentioned it on the broadcast a few minutes ago. Should the Yankees lose this game? Well, first of all, the record coming into the game tonight, 99 and 61. Okay. Okay. So, you know, makes sense there. Aaron Judge, 99, has 61 home runs. Should they lose 99 and 62? It, it was just meant to be. Right. Yeah, but what happens tomorrow? Well, we could be a hundred and sixty-two. Can you can you be can you be ninety-nine and sixty-three? And he is he, he oh he's gonna hit another one. That's what that's all it takes. Exactly. And honestly, again, I, we kind of I alluded to that last night, but I feel like I genuinely feel like that's so so much more of a choke job. If the Yankees don't make it to 100 wins, then the Mets not keeping the division. Because the Mets, I mean, there's no there's no beating around it. They're up seven nothing on Washington. They yeah, they're up seven nothing in the bottom of the fourth against Washington. They're they're not blowing that game, so they're going to end up being at minimum 162 this year. So. I can't complain with that, but with the record that the Yankees had early on in this year, the record they had through July, they need to make 100 wins. No one's going to talk about it, but they have to. There's no way you don't with that start. Yeah, I mean, I certainly get what you're saying. Um, It's interesting, but... (laughs) But Brandon doesn't think about it, so... No. Um, what else do we have tonight? Also, LJ, well, I just wanted, you know, a point on the last day of the season tomorrow. I love that the MLB starts every game at the same time. And unfortunately, because yes. the Blue Jays and Orioles got rained out, they have to play a doubleheader. So one game is starting early. But every game, all 30 teams in action at the same time. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's great. What makes it even better is the fact that, like, you know, just because every game's starting at the same time, I feel like you almost get more true scoreboard watching in baseball than any other sport because of it. You know, you always say scoreboard yeah. watching is like, you know, knowing them what's going on in the games ahead. Like, you know, if you're the Sunday night football game in weeks, weeks 18 now, excuse me you already know what's going on and if you're already locked into your playoff spot you're not going to play all your guys and all of that instead in baseball you have to you know keep pushing throughout the whole game but you might get to the seventh eighth inning and that's going to change how you 
manage because you see the score come across the uh, big scoreboard in the game or you've got other games going on you know, some form of screen wherever you can get them in the clubhouse and in the dugout to see what's going on around you because what is going on around you does very much matter to that whole team. So it just adds a little bit more chaos to that last day that no other sport really gets. Also, um, your thoughts on the Marlins shutting down Sandy Alcantara, um, you know, will not pitch him tomorrow. He would have been perfectly in line to pitch. Um, you know, it looks like the Braves are going to win here. They're one strike away, but let's say they do lose LJ. And if you're a Mets fan, because it looks like they're going to win tonight. I mean, you just hate the Marlins for doing that, right? Um, yes, but I'm going to say also, if you're a Marlins fan, you hate the Marlins more than the Mets do because you've had, you know, as as good as the rotation's been this year, you have one true thing that's been so entertaining for you all year, and it has been Sandy Alcantara being out there and shoving the entire season through, you know, just having just terrific outing after terrific outing. If you got an opportunity to get one more of those to quench that thirst one more time, ride it out into the post into the off season and give you some momentum, give the fans some reason to walk out with a smile on their face. Cause that's what, you know, that we're talking about fan retention here. Get them to, excuse me. They're, arguing about Nickelback in the other room. Um, oh, very important. And by the way, the Braves just won. so it's a, very, it's a very important thing. So yeah, that doesn't matter. So it only matters to the Marlins right now that they uh, have <laughs> that they have him out there. It's so important to them. It's a fan retention thing. You want Marlins fans to not be all disappointed and angry with their season when they walk out the door on that last day. Ideally, you want to give them one more terrific outing from Sandy Alcantara, and you want to give them 69 wins. Nice. Um, fifth straight division title for Atlanta. And love it. Absolutely love it. Um, Mets fans, this is, will go down, you know, one of three teams to ever um lose or blow a 10 game lead over a 10 game lead and lose the division also they set the record most days in first place um and losing a division i believe it was 178 days in first and they will lose this and at least um shattering their record from last year i want to say that they had the record last year as well where it was over a hundred days in first place. Um, yeah, I know, one, again, I know, I, I know LJ is going to downplay it a little bit. It still means something to me, 170 something days in first place. And you still don't win your division is just something absolutely unreal to me. Oh, it's just it is unreal. unreal. It's amazing how competitive the division is. That's all I'll give. Like it's amazing. Yeah. How Braves are. I'm not going to make this a slander piece on the Mets season because really, how can you 
if a team gets to 100, if, if you get the triple-digit wins, you've done your job right. It doesn't matter how many of those games you've been in the lead for, but they are... Uh, it's it's important. It's in, all that matters is you've gotten the hundred wins and you excuse me. I'd rather not explain any of this. But uh, yeah, this is a good spot to I think end tonight's show. Um thank you for listening. Check us out. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at MLB Daily Pod. We'll be back tomorrow night after all the games have have wrapped up break down our playoff brackets our end of excuse me i'm dying to end of season thoughts um yeah thanks for listening aaron judges mvp um follow us instagram twitter tiktok we'll see you tomorrow see you manana mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a when Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors.